Welcome to the Pacific Forest Foundation's Talking Timber, where each week you meet the professionals behind the Northwest timber industry. Hi, welcome and thank you for joining us. My name is Diane Mettler and I'm the Executive Director of the Pacific Logging Congress. This week we are excited to talk to Court Stanley. He is the President of U.S. Forestry at Port Blakely. He's going to tell us a little about the company and his long career and his views on tomorrow. We want to thank our sponsors too, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress for making this podcast possible. If you don't know about these two great organizations, check them out online, www.pacificloggingcongress.org and pacificforestfoundation.org. Their mission is to provide sound technical education about the forest industry. Okay, let's hear from Court. Well, uh, I grew up in the, um, you know, the very rural area of Bellevue, Washington, and I was fortunate enough to have a bunch of woods behind me that wasn't developed at the time and just spent all my time out in the woods and uh, got into hiking and uh, our next door neighbor um, growing up was an old logger and knew a bunch of foresters and convinced me to take a direction to going into forestry. So cool. I went to Green River College back in the late 70s, mid 70s and got my forest tech degree. And then um, I just worked for Murray Pacific over the years, putting my way through school and went on to the UW and got my degree in forest engineering. Wow. So just after that, was that Port Blakely that you, or was that a ways after that? Um, I went, after I graduated, it was probably a week later, and I was married at the time, and we had just had a baby, and I accepted a job in Southeast Alaska in a logging camp, Hobart Bay. Wow. So uh, went up to the logging camp and I was the engineering camp representing the landowner and did all the road and unit layout uh, for a native Alaskan tribe. Wow. Yeah. And that took about, I think, uh, three years off and on and the recessions in the early 80s hit. The camp shut down and we uh, came back to Washington I thought being a forest engineer, I should uh, try my hand at logging. So I went to work for Auburn Timber logging old growth in the uh, Tacoma City watershed. Wow. And that lasted about six, seven months until uh, the spotted owl shut the operation down. And oh, that's when I had never heard of Port Blakely, but applied and uh, got a job doing tree planting inspecting. So they, I, I got to back up and ask you, did your wife and baby come to Alaska with you? Yeah, they did. And uh, it was wonderful. At, at the time, there was no uh, radio, no television. Oh. So play, you know, in the off time, worked six days a week, but the off time played cards, fish, crab. It, it was, uh, it was a fun life. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, but she was happy to get back. <laughs> so did the uh so then you're at port blakely what was the tree inspection like what what kind of job was that like that was um following around there well it was during the 80s uh early 80s and 
it was uh, supplying trees to tree planters. A lot of them were out of work loggers at the time. And it was just reforesting after uh, the clear cuts and getting the trees in the ground. So okay. long days and um, just making sure the trees were planted right. And, and that ended and uh, started doing inventory for the company and uh, kind of the rest is uh, a lot of history. Yeah. So how many years have you been with Port Blakely now? Over Just turned 34 years. And yet you're getting ready to retire? How much time do you got left there? Yep. I'm, uh, well, or, I'm going to retread uh, <laughs> at the end of June. So figure out what's next. Yeah. So, so what is your job now for Port Blakely? What do you do? I'm president of U.S. Forestry. Okay. So just kind of manage... Uh, crew, I think of about uh, 35 to 40 folks and manage the uh, company's assets over Washington and Oregon. Oh. So is it where you thought you'd ever be when you started out and you're backwoods in <laughs> no, Bellevue? I thought, and... <laughs> I thought I was going to be in the woods. So <laughs> about 20 years ago, I went into a management position from Port Blakely or at Port Blakely. And uh, so I haven't spent as much time working in the woods instead of on the woods. So, so just in general, you've been there quite a while. How have you seen things change at Port Blakely? Over the oh, it's changed considerably. I think when I started, we had 18 to 20 employees. Now there's fairly close to 100. Wow. Um, you know, it's been interesting. I started off in old growth. Uh, we've worked through a lot of the second growth and they're into plantation forestry now. So a lot of changes. Uh, the company is still at heart the same. It's uh, just a wonderful place to work. Family owned. It's very concerned with, uh, you know, growing and harvesting trees in a responsible scientific and environmentally sustainable way. So yeah. it's been great. And the change in technology has really helped along the way. So do they have their own crews they hire? Is that it? Or you, no. some of your, their own crews? We hire out all our harvesting, our logging crews. And a lot of the loggers have worked for us uh, as long as I've been with Port Blakely. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we hire out all our tree planting now. We always have, for the most part. So um, we're still just a management company with uh, four on-the-ground foresters and accountants and GIS. <laughs> okay. So, so what have been some of the highlights of your career? You know, living in a logging camp uh, that was only accessible by float plane was a highlight and being able to, you know, when I was a engineer designing full road systems and being in areas mm. that haven't been in before, um, it's seen another really satisfying one is seeing plantations. Uh, I tree inspected on are now 35 year old forest. Mm. Um, We've entered into some conservation agreements, habitat conservation plans to protect owls and fish, but have also given us long-term regulatory certainty. Oh, cool. Yeah, but I, I think the biggest one is being part 
of a team of passionate people that are committed uh, to the job and to the industry. Oh, no, that sounds great. So I assume there's been some challenges over the years. Any? Oh, none. None, um, yeah. Or... Yeah, none. You know, keeping, I think the biggest challenge is keeping our social license. Okay. Being able to uh, manage regulations through science, but also through public opinion. Okay. Has been a challenge. Uh, workforce is always been a challenge and the changing face of the industry where it's uh, well, it's not good or bad, but it's gone from in integrated companies that had timberland and mills like International Paper and Boise and Champion to the separation from the mills and the lands and the reduction in research and development over time that I think we okay. could do a better job uh, combining joint research. Okay. Are there things that uh, Port Blakely is doing um, to meet those kind of challenges you just brought up? Or Yeah, we're part of several co-ops, research okay. co-ops through Oregon okay. and Washington and New Zealand. We have okay. in New Zealand that are very involved in research and development. So uh, adapting to climate change, keeping our forests resilient, um, how to integrate wildlife habitat with production forestry. So we, uh, I, I feel it's really important to keep up uh, research and development. Yeah. We can't do, do it as a company, we're fairly small. Okay. But uh, combining with universities and other timber companies, it works pretty well. What kind of research are you doing? Oh, we're doing research on, for example, how to do uh, seedling survival surveys using drones, studying the effects of bears on tree peeling. So radio coloring bears on the wildlife side, um, quite a bit. Yeah. We just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress. Their mission is to provide technical education about sound forest practices. Right now is application time with the Pacific Forest Foundation. Each year, they offer thousands of dollars in scholarships. If you or someone you know is taking forest-related courses and needs a little extra boost financially, they may be eligible for a scholarship. Just visit www.pacificforestfoundation.org. Okay, back to Court Stanley. So are you seeing any uh, certain success or just certain results you were kind of surprised by? or just uh, Not yet, too early to tell. So now that you're coming to the end of your career with the Port Blakely, what sort of opportunities do you see for the next generation coming up? Oh, I think it's an exciting time to get into this field. It's um, changing dramatically with technology, um, with the science, and especially with communications and getting okay. back to having the ability to get the social license to operate, especially with the changing um, demographics okay. in both Washington and Oregon, is how do we still keep forestry as an important part of the economy in both states? Are you seeing successes there? I think so. It's changing that there's a lot of people moving in that um, aren't really connected to it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that don't have an opinion. 
So that has a lot of opportunities to educate oh, yeah. the kids out in the woods and teach them forestry and career opportunities as well that, uh, you know, a plug that wood is the best building material there is. Yeah, so do you, does uh, Port Blakely do some things to get kids into the woods? Yeah, we've had, um, coming on close to 30 years, we've had an education program where we take fourth, predominantly fourth graders okay. out in the woods and show them uh, what products come from woods, what animals use it, and just give the kids a chance to go out in the woods. And it's surprising that there's been so many that have never been out. Wow. So do you ever see any of those kids follow up with any of them, see if they ever went into the industry? or? It'd be interesting to do. In yeah. fact, um, we just hired an assistant in our education program uh, to work with um, the two instructors in Washington and Oregon, and she went through the program when she was a fourth grader. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you're looking ahead. You have kind of a little bird's eye view of where things are headed. Um, if you had to guess five, 10 years from now where things will be, or maybe you're excited or worried about her. <laughs> well, for me, um, I'm excited about uh, seeing what the next adventure is. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> but for forestry, I think it's still going, well, it's going to become a more important part of the state's ability to sequester carbon. Okay. Uh, we are the biggest sequester of carbon there is, and we should focus on growing and planting more trees. I think it's going to be exciting with, you know, teaming up collaboratively with other natural resource entities, tribes, environmentalists to work through all the issues through collaboration and, uh, not lawsuits, which happened, yep. started happening years ago. And I think it's a, a pattern of success that we have to keep going on. Okay. And it's mainly you know, promoting uh, forests and wood. Okay. And wooden commercial buildings and using more wood. Wildfire. You guys have so many acres. Is this something you are constantly kind of worried about or taking steps against or? We... Uh, prepare for wildfire season each year. All of our foresters are red carded. Okay. And we have initial attack uh, vehicles scattered all across our tree farms. So we're fairly low risk on the west side for now, but we are always prepared to uh, be able to fight fires on our own. Do you have like watch crews or how do you handle that during the fire season? Uh, we've got uh, each person on the team uh, is scheduled a weekend where they're on fire duty. Okay. So, yeah, they take all the calls and uh, we have a response team that can act pretty quickly if if we do have a fire. Awesome. And, and of course, it's usually on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> do you, Are there sort of just fires every year, ones that you've put out or I, I've think I'd be worried if I had a timber farm about that but um we'll normally have one or two a year fairly small okay and the DNR has been really proactive on hitting them hard and fast over the past few years so they've been a great partner okay um but we still attack them uh 
quickly and get on them and get them out. Okay. So does Port Blakely as a whole have some goals for the next upcoming years or communication you mentioned, but is there other things they're looking ahead to do or try? Um, we are entering into a habitat conservation plan in Oregon. Okay. That is a big deal to give us uh, 50 years of regulatory certainty. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. That's a big goal. Um, it's also how to continue to promote um, more wood in buildings and how we can take part of that. Okay. And then, uh, you know, a, a still a constant one that I think all the industry plans for and is concerned about is how do we get more young folks interested in the logging trade? Yeah. And would you say since you started back when you were in Alaska, there are more opportunities for them? Like if you were into computers or you're, I mean, just uh, not just a choker setter out there. I was, um, a little story to go along with that. I was in New Zealand and I got in the cab of a grapple yarder mm -hmm. and the setting was all um, machine felled, tethered. Wow. And there was a camera on the grapple and a big screen TV in the cab of the yarder. And I talked to the young Kiwi, he was probably mid twenties. And I asked him how he liked his job. And he said, well, it's brilliant, mate. I can come out in the bush and play video games all day. <laughs> so I think there's a, a huge opportunity with the change in technology. No, so if you had to like sum up your career in a sentence or two with Port Blakely, how would you do that now? I would say if I was to do it all over again, I'd do the same thing. That's great. It's, it's a great company. Um, it's a great industry to be in. And, you know, I love the forests. I love the trees. But the main thing about the industry is the people in it and the passion, dedication, and the commitment to their companies or the, and the industry. Thank you to Court Stanley for taking time out to talk to us. And thank you to our sponsors, Pacific Logging Congress and the Pacific Forest Foundation. To learn more about either of these organizations and the great things they provide the industry, just visit their websites, www.pacificloggingcongress.org and pacificforestfoundation.org. Until next time, take care.